Hey, uh, I am Spencer. This is Chet, and uh, welcome to Six Foot Table Talks. Uh, we have been posting quite a bit of content as of late uh, that has been fairly serious because these days are fairly serious. Uh, but we want to take some time to to tackle some somewhat serious topics uh, in a not so serious tone. So, Six Foot Table Talks talks at a table at a safe distance. Chet, how are you doing over there? I'm doing quite well. We uh, Some of this is that we, on a consistent basis, as we work together, get to have discussions about things, um, ask each other questions. How are you thinking about this? How are you handling this? What's going on here? And we just thought it might be helpful to have some of those conversations um, for those of you who are stuck at home and bored. If you're not bored, if you're at work, do something else. But... If you're looking for something to do, welcome. I think our content is great. I know you do. All right, so what we're going to tackle today is some at-home coaching. If you're quarantined with your uh, roommates, if you're quarantined with your spouse and your kids, uh, some coaching. So, Chet. We're going to also do some coaching for people who are quarantined absolutely by themselves. We're going to add that in there. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to add that in there. All right, so we want to do some, some at-home coaching. Uh, if you're at home, uh, quarantine by yourself. If you're quarantined with roommates, uh, if you're with your wife and kids. We, was, we just want to do some, some at-home coaching uh, to, to address kind of how things are going. So, Chet, how's your household going? Uh, for us, most things are pretty normal right now. Uh, we, I'm still coming to the office some, although there's fewer people here. And... Uh, Still has to go to work. She works at a bank. She has to go on Monday and Friday. We, the boys aren't going to, to school anymore, preschool, and we're not going out as much. We walk around the neighborhood and trying to, to swap off kind of, you know, when I get home, it's my turn to, to keep the children busy because Anna's had about enough. Um, but otherwise, fairly normal. It's weird for us to not gather with our group and to not get here on Sundays, and uh, we don't get to get as many breaks from being at home, but... All right, so for us, it is somewhat normal. Uh, I get to come in here uh, a few times a week and work for a little bit at a safe distance from you guys. My real estate schedule is pretty disrupted right now for obvious reasons, but uh, it definitely, I, I'm a routine person, and this is all uh, out of routine. So, uh, And my wife and the kids are all in the house together pretty much all day, so her routine is also disrupted. So... Not not the same. Now, as for y'all introvert, extrovert, like do y'all think about things on those lines? Has that been a, any tension there? Yes, I am very extroverted. My wife is very introverted. Uh, she believes, and I think I probably agree, that our kids uh, seem right now to be very extroverted. So she's dying <laughs> because she needs time to herself. And uh, homeschooling three kids, four and under, uh, and then me coming home, uh, looking to, to have some relational connection, uh, is a lot. So 
I'm also not doing super great because I thoroughly enjoy hanging out with our community group and I thoroughly enjoy seeing people uh, from our church on Sundays. So it, it, it isn't the best. So I, I've said this before to my community group and they were offended. Um, so I don't know how to say it without offending people. Um, you, you never offend people. It's true. This this If this offends you, it'll probably be the first time I've ever said anything that offended you. Um, we believe in church family. We believe that we're supposed to be around one another in relationships. If I were not a Christian, Anna and I would not really have friends. We would hang out with each other. We would not. I've told somebody, <laughs> I told somebody in our group, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have talked to you at work. Like I would have invited you to anything. Certainly I would have been friendly. Um, and that, that bothered him, but it was just like, I, without trying to help people meet Jesus and without practicing the things we believe. So this has not been terrible for us. Anna actually said, she goes, you know, I think after all this blows over that I think, you know, once a year we should take a social social distancing month just for our family. <laughs> because having a lot of things on the schedule and having a lot of things to do does just, it, it um, takes energy from her. So we enjoy it and it's good and beneficial for our lives and for us as we follow Jesus. And we have been immensely blessed by building the relationships and, and, and learning to love the people that are in our church family the way that we have. Uh, but we would not have done that on our own and given just getting to operate in our the way we would operate. We wouldn't. So this hasn't been terrible for All us. Right, so since everything seems to be going really well relationally for you guys, what is some coaching you can give uh, uh, our, our groups, our, our members, on, on how to deal with if they've got introverted, extroverted roommates, uh, if you've got spouses that have different relational uh, uh, capacities, uh, even for, for some of our kids, what, what is some advice you would give on dealing with that balance? So I would say, for I think everybody's having to be around each other more. There's only going to be a few people who haven't had their schedule messed with at all. Um, so I think everybody's having to be around each other more and, and a feeling a little more confined just because you can't just leave and go to the store. You can't just get out of the house to do a thing. Um, so what I would say is enjoy the time you do get to spend together. Try to, to redeem that time and enjoy it. But also... If somebody's really introverted and you're in a household where uh, you're, not, you ha- you're not alone, you have roommates, you have a spouse, all the introverted people, all these memes and stuff online saying introverts are doing great. But the reality is if everybody else had to come home and be in their face, they're not doing great. They need some time where nobody's around them, where they get to go sit. So I would just say uh, respect that, especially if like it's an extroverted spouse and an introverted spouse realize your introverted spouse may need to go sit in the room by themselves, close the door, not be messed with, not have the children mess with them. Vice versa, your extroverted people, even if they're getting to go to work some or they're getting to do Zoom meetings, they're not getting that tank filled up as much. So try to accommodate that. I know for people who are all by themselves, if they're extroverted, I would encourage you to keep calling people, keep doing Zoom meetings. Maybe if there's a family you can eat a meal with or whatever and they feel comfortable with doing that where you're not... uh, trying to be around a ton of people, but maybe you could do something like that. And then um, for introverted people, you, you feel fine, but you do need people and you need church family. And so I would encourage you to keep making sure you're getting in on Zoom calls with your group and, and talking and hanging out with people. That would be my, my coaching. That's good.
So I know that you try to be a bit of a student of, of behavior and you'll often be telling me things like, I have noticed this is going on or whatever. Is there anything that you've noticed during this time that you think would be helpful for people to, to be aware of as they're maybe cooped up? Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of time to be on on Facebook. And for those of you that, that Instagram that. Uh, and I've noticed that there are quite a few uh, picture-perfect moments uh, for families and friends uh, that live together all, all across America. In their backyards doing marshmallows. <laughs> Which makes no sense. I was about to say. It's just fun to say. I'm just messing with you. You can, you can go back to answering the question. Uh, I've noticed that on on Facebook uh, that uh, there seem to be quite a bit of uh, picture perfect moments that are happening right now. Uh, I've seen some some campfires going on, uh, some uh, some board game nights that seem really peaceful, uh, and online at least it seems like everybody's doing really well right now. Uh, but I know that that's a lie. Um, and maybe I'm just projecting <laughs> my own household, but every moment isn't picture perfect. Well, we've been doing more of that board games and building a fire in the fire pit or whatever, but it's out of we've got to find something to do or we're going to lose our minds. Yeah, I don't think anyone's capturing their moments where they're like blowing up in their kids right, right now. Uh, and I, I, I would assume that, uh, that this has actually been difficult for a lot of families that have had disrupted routines uh, that are on top of each other all the time. For moms, they're having to homeschool kids that uh, that they uh, haven't been able, haven't been doing for uh, uh, for years. And maybe there were distinct reasons why you chose not to homeschool, <laughs> and you're just having to live that nightmare right now. <laughs> it's just I think it's really difficult uh, for a lot of people, and I've noticed um, in in our own house. Uh, that I'm like, man, my wife, she's she's really sinful, and my kids mm. are really sinful. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that earlier about your wife and kids. <laughs> and it's so just, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> and it's just been, uh, and it just it took a moment to be like, oh wait, um, I'm I'm really impatient. Uh, I'm really quick to get angry. Uh, I'm really uh, a lot of my idolatry is showing up. Uh, and also recognizing uh, that that my wife isn't perfect and that my kids aren't either. So I think that my coaching note is to recognize that in this season uh, that you you live with sinners and that you are uh, also a very very big sinner. Uh, so when you're wondering why is everything not going super great right now, uh, why are we uh, consistently getting into uh, arguments, why are we consistently being annoyed, uh, it's because. Uh, you, you live with sinners and you are one and you're on top of each other all the time. Uh, this, is a, this is a time where sin is going to come out, where uh, your idols are going to be on full display uh, because uh, your comfort and your control, uh, it, all of it is being disrupted. And, uh, and I've just, in this, um, over the past few weeks and really looking out towards the next uh, three or four weeks, however long that we're going to be in this mode, uh, I've just had to pause and say, all right, like, we need a ton of grace. <laughs> my wife needs a ton of grace. She needs a lot of grace towards me. Uh, my kids need a lot of grace. Uh, they, they, of course, they're going to need discipline. 
uh, in this uh, uh, time. But also, they're they're going to need quite a bit of grace too, and that is a that's a huge thing that I've seen. I think that's a good point, and I would add to that that for the people who are at home by themselves, and I, I know there's some people that. Uh, I've gotten to talk with on the phone that basically when this started, their work told them to go home, work from home, and they, they haven't left. They've, they've basically been there for a week or two weeks. They've left once to go to the store or something. Um, and I would say for those people, you're a sinner, and some of the opportunities to notice that, some of the opportunities for iron to sharpen iron maybe have been removed. And so I would just say for, for you, maybe it's possible somebody's in that situation and you've stopped noticing your sin and you're getting used to it. Um, and so I would just say to, to make sure you're reading your Bible and you're investigating your heart. And then I would say also there's probably some people who are alone and their anxiety has gotten cranked up and their uh, desire to, to you know, um, fill the void or to, to take control by something or, or to numb the, the frustration or whatever has increased. And maybe they're noticing their sin a lot. And so I would say for the person who's not seeing it, be aware of it. And for the person who is seeing it, know that there is grace for you, that you, you get grace as well. So don't spiral into... I'm the worst person ever uh, without understanding that when Paul says he's the worst of sinner, he's, sinners, he's celebrating that he has that grace is offered to him. It's not just I'm the worst of sinners at the end. It's the, I'm the worst of sinners, praise Jesus. And so I would, I would add that to that, but I think that's a good point. I, I think that uh, the worst of sinners, if you're the worst of sinners, praise Jesus is probably a better term. I think some of our days just end with, wow, I'm the worst of sinners, or she's the worst of sinners, or whatever. Right, um, right not just ending there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it needs to it needs to wrap around to, we have grace, we give grace. Right, because um, otherwise you just get the first half. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, you, you said something, and I want, I want you to, to, to push on that. Right now, the days are evil. That's Ecclesiastes, right? Like, we, like we have uh, uh, limited time, and right now, it feels like we have a lot of time uh, on our hands. Certainly more uh, time, <laughs> and a desire to fill it with something. Yeah, all right, so uh, what would be your uh, coaching on how to make the best use of our time, uh, or how to make the best use of your quarantine? Yeah, okay, so being stuck at home, I would say do find ways to redeem the time. Um, Don't just sit, eat your quarantine snacks, and watch television. Um, Don't just sit and spend an hour upon hour of scrolling through Facebook. Find something to do. I keep joking that this would be the great time to learn a magic trick and come out of quarantine with a really sweet ability to make a quarter disappear. But what what I mean is... Find something to do. Uh, I would certainly read your Bible. Uh, grow in your love for the Scriptures. You need it right now. Uh, even for the people who are sturdy people and who are not easily swayed by things. Um, it's kind of my temperament of just, it takes me six weeks to realize I'm not doing well. Um, you need the Bible because every, you are being affected by this. Um, it's, it is in your mind. It is something that is, that is affecting you. So read your Bible. Pray. You have time for it. There's no excuse for that not to be happening. But also, do exercise. Do go for a walk. Do. Um, if, if you have the ability to do some kind of hobby work, like I've been building some things in my garage, do that kind of thing. Don't just sit and have this go by and have two or three weeks where really you accomplished nothing other than maybe beating a video game or uh, playing a lot of online, what is that, farm game people play or whatever. So You really tapped into the online gaming culture. <laughs> I think Farmville was like 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't think anybody plays Farmville anymore. Hmm. Um, I, I would add to that uh, 
that if if you were like me and you really like to stay update uh, updated on the news and following everything that is going on I think there's an absolute appropriate amount of time for that right now uh, because you need to actually follow what's happening locally like you need to hear what state officials are saying uh, that's helpful but uh, this is the time where we can really overdo it if you are uh, consuming lots of news and also you're, you're increasingly getting very anxious uh, there might be a correlation uh, it, I mean, this is you need to know what's going on, uh, but you don't need to be so consumed with it that it absolutely uh, uh, is ruling your days. It's ru- and it's 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 robbing you of joy, and it leads to consistent worry and consistent fear. Uh, so I, I would say, if you're like me and you really enjoy following current events, uh, take some time, do do, do hobbies, uh, uh, read a book, uh, listen to podcasts that aren't uh, just political commentary, social uh, commentary in this in, in this uh, current moment. Real quick, give somebody just said, okay, I'll listen to a podcast. Give them a podcast. What, what Do you have any suggestions for things? I'm mostly just talking out of, out of current weakness right now because most of the podcasts that I'm listening to right now are following everything that is going on. Uh, the podcast that you listen to. This cultural um, moment. This cultural moment. Yep, I like that one. It is a good one. Um, and you can go back and listen to other uh, episodes. Um, I don't think they have any episodes that are covering this right now. No, I, I kind of hope not. But this cultural moment is a good one. Um, I would suggest start at season one. It's great. Uh, it does a lot of like trying to look at our culture and break it apart a little bit, and from a Christian worldview. And I find it extremely helpful. Um, I have to listen to it multiple times because I'm like, that was really smart. But let me go back and listen to it so I can try to understand it a little better. Uh, and then I would just say, desiring God. Uh, Tim Keller's got really great sermons. Russ Moore, uh, and he doesn't have any new episodes on this right now, so that'll at least keep you away from from all the the coronavirus commentary. But Russ Moore has uh, a a podcast uh, on, uh, what's the name of it? It's from the Ethics, the RLC. If you search Russell Moore, he has a podcast, and it has helpful, uh, uh, some very helpful interviews. I also love Mike Cosper has a podcast called Cultivated. He has no new episodes that are related to all this, and the interviews that come out of that are, are very good, and there's very helpful insights. So those are my two. Uh, they don't have current episodes right now, which is killing me, but, uh, but you can go back and listen to them. They're really good. Summit Church, J.D. Greer does a good job of teaching through the Bible. Um, and so this would be a good time to just study a book of the Bible and walk along with with um, uh, some sermons on it. Uh, we have some old books of the Bible we walk through. You can listen through those. You can Midtown uh, has walked through some books of the Bible. So that might be a good time to, to do more of that, to, to listen to a sermon a day as you read through chapters of the Bible and, and just try to grow. And for the three of you that will think this is really cool, uh, I listen to a five-minute church history podcast. Uh, it is it is a church history uh, snapshot in five minutes. So for three of you that want to get geeked up over church history, there's that five-minute church history podcast. Yeah, we have a very narrow set of things we apparently listen to because I can name like five things that are just on like how to preach and stuff, but I don't know if that's super helpful for everybody. So, But that one's cool. I hadn't heard of that, so uh, I would like to check out that church history yeah, podcast. And, and there's a lot of good fiction podcasts. I think there's like... 15 different How Someone Killed Somebody podcasts, right. mystery podcasts. Yes. Now, I, I would say that in a season where you're already amped up on anxiety, you might not want to learn about serial killers also. So I'm just going to float that out there as like, 
maybe don't fill yourself up with, you know what, you're right, I'll quit looking at like diseases and just see how someone might break into my home and stab me. <laughs> the real killers on most murders are the people you live with. Learn about that. I think, I think that's a really good way to close out today. <laughs> we would have closed out in prayer, but I said that and we're good. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we uh, we don't uh, we don't know uh, what this is going to look like uh, as we as we try to 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 in a non serious way tackle some serious topics over the coming weeks. Uh, we just want to be an encouragement for you following Jesus in everyday life, which right now seems crazy, um, but we just want to have some conversations that that cover a wide range of subjects. So, huh? Cool. Did you want anything? The best. <laughs> oh wait, you should. We should do a sponsor thing. Today's uh, uh, first episode is sponsored by Kid City. Yes, Kid City. You had the children. Now help us watch them. Both moms and dads should volunteer for Kid City. Kid City, we desperately, desperately need volunteers once this all comes back to normal. Kid City, in about nine months, we're going to add a pile of more children into this, this, this basement here. And you're helping make them. You should help keep them. <laughs> Kid City, please, 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 we need the help. <laughs> Kid City, what a wonderful opportunity to share the gospel with tiny little sinners. <laughs> That's good.